That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen. Maybe. Maybe. The official podcast. Totally. Of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. Ding ding. And with me, maybe, <laughs> again, I don't know, <laughs> is Rue. Rue, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm cool. Assume, assume for a moment that the people can see and hear you. All right. Yeah, I'm fine. How's everyone after three months of not having Heroes Blather on? Has it really been three months? <laughs> it has, which I, I, I found out about half an hour ago when I pulled up the good old Wirecast and found it still set to the charity marathon stuff from back in December. Yes. Not a good thing. Yeah. So, we have um, fun here. We, we're totally professional. Totally professional. In any case, uh, we are tweet out about Linsanity. Hold on. Yes. Go ahead and tweet the Linsanity while I explain to the fine people what we do here. So, um, in case any of you have, I don't know, missed us or not at all of the last three months, uh, we apologize, but we're back and, um, we are going to do the show just like we did before. It's just, we actually have time to do it now. Yay. Yay. So, um, as we always do, we have little three parts of the show. The first part being the news and notes. That is the tids and bits. That's what we call it. The T and B, if you will. We talk about things that, you know, just are interesting to us. They don't have to be interesting to you. We just think they're interesting. So we're going to talk about them. And then we'll get into the topic du jour, which is the topic of the day. Mm, I'll have that. And today's topic du jour is actually about movies. I like movies. Is a, is an Austin Powers reference current <laughs> you know at this what? point? Is it back in? I before? think. Uh, speaking of movies, I don't think any of those really age well. <sighs> I just, I just no, I just don't think so. Just thinking about that. Well, we could talk about it anyway. So, uh, so that is what we were talking about. We're going to talk about movies and kind of the blockbuster phenomenon, but we're also going to talk a little bit about CGI and special effects and some of the things that that is doing or not doing for movies. These days mm-hmm. um, should be pretty interesting either way. And then third, and I know you've all been wis- missing this part, is the question and answer portion of the program mm-hmm. where you guys can actually have yeah, that you. That's not the right time for anyway. So the point is uh, you can actually ask us questions. All you have to do, if you'd like to ask a question, you'll see my name at the upper right hand corner. You'll see at sign Commodore 128. That's me. Mm-hmm. You can actually just go right there. You can see here next to my name. It'll be there eventually. Anyway, the point is, you will see uh, me click my name, click PM. That stands for private message, which is really the way that I like it. Ask any of the questions you might have. Those questions might be pertaining to the topics du jour. Could be relating to the tids and bits. Could be related to anything you could possibly imagine. My face. In could be your, related to Ru's face. Your armpit. And my armpit, potentially even both my armpits. The point is, you can ask about anything you'd like to ask about. And that, dear friends, is the way that you do it. That's how we do the uh, Echo Screen Live. So let's get down to business. Because I know one of the complaints that we had previously was that you and I were yammering on way too long. Yes, that was the the complaint I gave you a couple days ago. (laughs) And when I say we were getting complaints... I mean, I was getting one complaint. When I'm looking at the video the, and I'm like, hey, this is like a, an hour and 45 minutes of complete claptrap. We should probably tighten it up a little bit. Yeah. Which is why we're yammering on now. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So we'll try not to yammer on as much as we did before. Um, we will try to keep to a tight one hour 
program. The other question that came up, which is something we're deeply considering at this point, is how we might be able to actually take an audio stream mm-hmm. from this here podcast and actually allow you guys to, uh, you know, podcast it. Like, like actually seems, make it a real podcast. Yeah, it's, it seems like an antiquated term at this point. I guess I people know. still say podcasting, but, um, you know, we do it. webisodes or... We have to give Steve Jobs' ghost a nickel every time we say it. Oh, that's why that's a problem. Okay, well, forget it. Forget that then. Anyway, we're th- I didn't I tell you to turn your phone off? No. I'm pretty sure I tell you that every single time. Yeah, you might have. Damn it, this is a professional show. <laughs> um, not at all. Anyway, so I am, uh, I'm going to kick things off here with little tids and bits. That is the, uh, the portion of the program where we talk about little news stuff that we think you guys should know about. Um, I found this particularly interesting. In fact, something that we might have wanted to even make do a whole different show, which is that Nintendo this week announced that they are actually discontinuing the Nintendo Wi-Fi service. Yes. What are your thoughts on this? This is both for the DS, by the way, both the DS and for the Wii. Yeah, so I'll, what is it? In May, pretty shortly, um, Nintendo is going to shut off its servers for all these online games for Nintendo Wii and Nintendo DS. Um which, not that I play online games very often on my Wii or DS, frankly, but it's yep. a little sad uh, to know that you can't go back and play the really horribly gimp Super Smash Brothers online, <laughs> which I haven't done in five years at least. Yeah, um, six, seven years. Uh, and and uh, well, the Mario Mario Kart Online, Mario Kart Wii Online was not terrible actually. I, I actually that's the game I played the most, and I I actually found it to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, honestly, the thing that kind of upsets me the most about it is things like uh, on, online capabilities of uh, like Dragon Quest Nine are kind of which is a fairly big part of the game. It's just done, you know. Uh, and and this is this is part of the. I don't know if danger is the right word, but this is part of the price we pay for playing games that are really integrated with online. You need to have a service that actually supports that online, or more often yes. than not, you know? Um, yes. I know there's kind of ways around it, but we're, we won't get into that right now. No. Um, but <laughs> have you played Command & Conquer Red Alert online lately? No. <laughs> I, I, I haven't played Command & Conquer online since I was on M-Player. Oh, God. That was the first Circa 1998. Wow, we're yeah. totally getting off topic now. My point is... is See, that... this is the yammering, and you started. <laughs> so when you go to complain about the yammer, just know. It's your fault. Oh, and I got the title wrong. We're back in time. It's 2013. Oh, I just thought this was the Back to the Future episode. Yeah, welcome back to, to March 2013. As we talk about... Um, oh my God, my life is different. As we talk about the M player. <laughs> Remember back in 2013 when we were playing Red Alert on the M player? Yeah. Crazy times. Calvin Coolidge was president. It was amazing. <laughs> um, it was. It was a. It was a great time for all of us, really. Uh, anyway, that's that's my yammering on that. It's it's not unexpected. It's not exactly going to yeah. affect my life directly very much, nor will it affect many other people's lives. I'm sure it was just costing Nintendo money to run all the crap. And exactly. It's just with, with not sad. a whole lot of benefit. Yeah, really. Exactly. I mean, it's the same. Well, it's the same kind of thing I think people were worried about to a greater degree with things like um, uh, initially when Xbox One was going to, you had to sign into a server to play any of the games. I mean, they obviously dropped that since, but and, yeah. and people were like, well, what if like one day, 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line, you shut off those servers and we can't play any of these games. What the hell is that all sure. about? You know, whereas yeah. 
luckily that crisis seems to have been averted we only have to worry about not being able to play mario kart wii online that's right Eh, i'll take it um just for the record we see a lot of people in chat saying that they love the yammering just so you know anyway um but but i agree i think you know i mean this is not unexpected i mean look at the last version what was the wii mini where it didn't even have any capability for online play right um this has kind of been coming for a while i think um you know, the fact of the matter is the, the differentiator for Xbox and the reason why Xbox kind of got put on its own platform, no pun intended, was because they had built Xbox Live. And one of their big selling points was that they had a, a whole built online community that was the center of the focus of their hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, that was never a differentiator for Nintendo. It just wasn't. So seeing that kind of come to the fore now and seeing them kind of end that service I don't think is very surprising. Nintendo, I mean, look at the name of the console. They named it, the, that, that is the name of the console because they wanted to bring people together into the same room, right? Right. It's not about playing with your friends all over the world. And they did every damn thing possible to get in your way of playing <laughs> with other people around the world, like friend codes. Yeah, um, which and I think this is part of that. They're kind of finally getting away from all the cobbled together online stuff and they're unifying yeah. everything with the 3DS and the Wii U. So I think that's this is part of their they're scrapping that old system, you know, wiping their hands of it and they're going forward. So, I mean, it's not all bad news. It's just no. Yeah, no. So I think um, I think it's just interesting news. You don't see that kind of a thing happening very often. But Nintendo's, you know, I think Nintendo's in kind of a tough spot, to be honest. And. Um, you know, I, I have every confidence they'll find a way out of it to do something else, but I'm not so sure that, you know, health and exercise is their way out. But anyway, that's another story for well, another time. Well. Hey, you sent me the video. That is, uh, yes. And I that's watched like it. a completely different, that's like a topic in of itself, actually, because we've missed a lot of news the past three months, but. Oh, yes, we have. There's yes, a few we things have. Uh, people brought up in the chat, uh, and I'm sorry it's going by so fast. I, I didn't think to take down the names, but uh, someone was mentioning about how, uh, well, like Dreamcast, apparently, you can still play mm-hmm. online games with. Yeah. And um, that's one of those things. And, like, how is that still able to work? And I, I, I right. think that's part of a bit of a bygone era where you had, like, one console as the host, and the other could be a yeah. join. So, I mean, it's something that. Like I said before, I mean, we don't really need to get into it, but there are ways around having to run a server. It's probably just a lot easier for a lot of online games. Um, Excellent, Kai. And someone else mentioned something I completely forgot about, which was Pokemon. The Pokemans? All these DS Pokemon games. Black and White 2 did not come out that long ago. What's sad for mm-hmm. me, however, is that I can't use the trading uh, uh, glitch in <laughs> Pokemon Diamond to clone my... Uh, clone my pokemans not that i would do that but i totally did and that's how i was able to get all 476 pokemans now unfortunately it's like 600 and something but you know i have to gotta catch them all no someday that's kind of not gonna ever happen again i don't think no but that makes me sad now interesting news though so uh the other thing several people have already talked about this mm-hmm. i'm pretty excited we've been talking about this for a while here on the show is jeremy the lynn truth Jeremy Lin, The Stick of Truth, came out today. Uh, it did. Uh, I've been watching this pretty... I, after the SimCity debacle, I've sworn off of uh, <laughs> of uh, pre-ordering games anymore. Yes. Especially from EA. But yep. uh, not that The Stick of Truth is from EA, obviously. But, no. Uh, no, I've been following this pretty closely. Uh, and it, 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 the 
I, I'm avoiding reviews because I've heard a lot of them are spoiler heavy. Uh, oh, wow. And, and trailers even can be spoiler heavy from this point on. So this is a game that I really do want to play. If you're a fan yeah. of South Park, it looks like the game very much follows all of that. I mean, I, I've heard that this is kind of the best South Park game ever made. It's not hard and, to say. And by that, I mean the one that is most representative of South Park. Well, Trey Parker and Matt Stoner were pretty closely related to its production you know yep. they are like we want to have an rpg and we want to like they voice the characters and they make the well they don't make the art but it's like yeah they um it was obsidian that made it correct they yes, obsidian. they like obsidian would make the art uh you know make the animations come back to south park studios and be like so how does this look and they give feedback and back and forth there's a reason this project's been taking a long time yeah uh i've heard it's very good but has its own share of bugs Yep. So I might be waiting a little bit, not only just because my own personal time, but uh, it's always nice to have things a little bit fixed when you play. Yeah, I, I think. Um, Writing. I mean, I definitely want this game, and I and this is a game I don't mind paying full price for because it's you just feel like it's it's good content. It's it's something you want to play. Um, I, I'm all over it. I probably will buy it even if I don't have time to really play through it. Um, just to have it is is a great thing, and you know, in terms of the bugs, we talked about this many times before, right? I mean, games are almost imperfect to sh- or are impossible to ship perfectly now. You know, gone are the days of the certification carts from the early '90s Super Nintendo. You know, oh, yeah. where you like had to have everything in perfect, flawless fashion, and and if you didn't, then you shipped a mistake, millions and millions and millions of mistakes, um, potentially. But, uh, you know, patches will clean all that stuff up. By the time I go and buy it, you know, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, hell, the entire Xbox One basically relaunches in about six days. (laughs) I mean, the whole platform completely changes. Like, you know, if you were an early adopter, basically you get a completely new console on the 11th of March when they completely do a, a whole new dashboard update and Titanfall comes out on the same day. So you're grabbing one is what you're saying. Oh no! You're I grabbing one. I thought I thought you were still on the whole X-Bone thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. You're breaking character. Uh, the most important thing to go on right now, though, is our bi-weekly Jeremy Lin update. Uh, <clears throat> so this is from the International Business Times uh, about ten hours ago. Uh, has, this is this is hot off the presses. Yes. Has Rockets point guard Jeremy Lin played hurt? In recent games. So in case you didn't know, Jeremy Lin is now a point guard for the Houston Rockets. That's you know what's interesting to me is that this... I can't believe this show, that we've been doing this show long enough. <laughs> that Jeremy where Lin was Jeremy Lin is even irrelevant <laughs> and that there is something called Lin Sanity. Um, it, it blows my mind. I mean, the website itself has been going for over five years. And that alone blows my mind let alone the fact that this show has been going long enough that Lynn sanity is even relevant at this point culturally and, and we also have a final score for you all uh wake forest a acc bottom dweller has just beaten duke uh 82 72 thank you yes okay now that everyone's sick of our talking about sports duke uh, sucks you, you're yammering even more i kind of am but it's fun here's the last thing i'm going to say so vulcan assassin admitted to everyone god and country that he has made the switch finally from being an Apple iOS hat to being 
uh, on an Android platform now with the Nexus 5. So welcome to Android. Yay! Welcome, Assassin. And that Yay. reminds me of another piece of news, which is apparently Microsoft is kind of doubling down on Android. Uh, that, that's um, interesting. So I saw this headline. I didn't read too depthly, too depthly, too much into it. So inform me as if we were having conversation. We're walking down the street, we cross paths. I drop my gum and you pick it up and say, "Here, kind sir, have some gum." By the way, did chew you it a hear? few times. Did chew you... it a few times, then give it back to you. It just adds flavor. And then you pass back the gum to me, which I stick in my ear. And then you say, "By the way, did you hear about Microsoft Android stuff?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Okay, ready, role play, and go. Go. So Microsoft's not giving up on Windows as a platform for mobile, but what they are doing is they're basically saying we should probably either support Android in Windows natively, or we need to build, uh, we need to supply Android phone manufacturers with the ability to dual boot your phone. So okay. looks like if you buy particular phones and no one really, there's no rumors. Yeah, I mean, there are rumors like HTC is one of them that every HTC Android phone is going to start coming out as a dual boot phone. You can, you can boot it as a Windows phone or you can boot it as, as an Android phone right. because quite frankly, HTC already decided they were never going to make another Windows phone. Because it wasn't profitable. I keep hearing Windows phones are actually pretty darn good. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. If you spend your time learning iOS for a few years, learning your way around Android, people just... It's, it's, it's ironically one of the reasons I think that Windows is still so popular in, yes. in its various forums. It's just like people don't want to just start over and learn a whole new operating system. Well, I mean, Windows XP... Oh, it is officially unsupported by Microsoft in, I think, like 10 days. Yep. And 30% of all the computers in the world still run Windows XP. All the computers at my work use XP, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> so, so they're not even going to have a supported platform. Well, they better upgrade yeah. pretty soon. <laughs> How crazy is that? Well, part so, of the problem is it's very expensive to upgrade. Unfortunately, there's no easy way to do it from XP. Well, that's the reason. other thing. So, I mean, I just upgraded to the newest version of mac os on my mac and that's free because apple apple's decided on mac that they need to adopt the platform that they have on ios which is that you know operating up, operating system upgrade should be incumbent upon the platform not something you pay for mm -hmm. that is obviously very foreign but microsoft is in rumors to be thinking about making uh 8.1 or what was used to be known as windows blue the 8.1 update is now going to be they were they're thinking about making it a free upgrade for for microsoft so they do that, maybe you have a winner. I don't know. Uh, um, before we, yeah, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was, was going to say, the last thing, last thing I was going to say about the news and notes, we should say something. We should at least have a moment of silence yep. for the closure of Irrational Studios. I know you wanted to talk about that. I did. We, we almost thought we contemplated almost making that an entire show. <laughs> we still could, but what are, your still thoughts? Could. what are your thoughts on this? I think this affects you a little bit more than it does me. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, and not only... Fan of of uh, Bioshock Absolutely. in general, but especially Infinite. I know you've been going nuts for for years. And I live and I live right down the road from from oh, yeah, the Rational cool. Studios. But um, but yeah, and I met Ken Levine. I mean, I, the guy is unbelievable, and he's like you know he's been a, a great inspiration to folks that love the deep storytelling nature of video games. If you like cinematic storytelling um, and and good narrative structured video games, it's hard to find something better than. Um, what Irrational has put together um, for a long time. But, you know, the, they're closing for very specific reasons. I think um, Ken Levine is deciding to go on to new platforms and new things to do. 
But here's what's interesting. Um, I think this place, I think Rational shut down because they couldn't produce the kind of hits mm-hmm. that somebody like an Activision with, you know, uh, whatever it is, Call of Duty or, you know, um, you know EA with uh, Battlefield. I, th- I think I got that right. I might have gotten that backwards. Anyway, you can tell how much I play those games. The point is, <laughs> those guys have huge hits on their hands. When they release it, they, they're always million sellers right out of the gate. You know, GTA V sold, you know, billion dollars in like the first week it was out and available. Th- those are hits. And for the time and money they're spending on the new Bioshock games, it wasn't worth the effort. And I think Ken Levine got tired of being bad-mouthed by his own publishers of why aren't you – this game didn't do well, even though it's doing very well. Right? I mean, yeah, it's it's it did very well. Infinite was a success critically, and uh, it sold a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I paid full price yeah, on launch day, something of, I never do. A lot of people did, unfortunately, relatively for the amount of effort. And we talked about this not too long ago, I, I think perhaps in our last episode about – games are becoming such a massive undertaking these AAA games is it something that is sustainable and we are saying like probably not and this just shows that you know even when a game is successful relative to its cost maybe not and then you have a whole uh, a whole uh, uh, studio shut down so yep and you have a whole industry let's face it um, popping up everywhere in every country of very small, very agile, very lean developers making pretty successful games on free-to-play platforms of any kind, be it Steam, be it mobile, what have you. Free-to-play games are doing very well and are making money. So anyway, and you know what? Science is overrated. Why not? (laughs) Um, All right, so let's move on to the topic du jour. We wanted to talk a little bit about movies tonight. Let's and, go and to the movies. Let's go uh, to the whatever. movies. Let's, let's go out go to the movies. Let's go out to the kitchen. Make some popcorn in the microwave. Popcorn. Um, so, so did you watch the Oscars? Not even a second. <laughs> uh, is, is that where we end the show? Is that where we drop the mic? Boom. Boom. I'm done. Bye. No. See ya. Word to your mother. I mean, um, we were, we were, we were throwing around topics to talk about, and I just I wanted to because this is fresh, and I was I wanted. Did you have you seen any of the uh, pictures that were up for best movie, best picture? <laughs> best <Maybe>. movie. <laughs> um, have I have I seen? I have. Let me see. I, I didn't see Gravity. I was gonna say, do you need a reminder? I didn't see her. I didn't see Twelve Years a Slave. I didn't see what else, what else is up. Oh, I, Captain Rick. What that was like <laughs> Captain Ron. <laughs> You're Captain, of, you're thinking of um, Captain Ron, Captain Jenkins, Captain Jack. Wait, Captain Ron. What was that Captain, movie with like Kurt Russell and Dudley Moore? Yeah, it was Captain Ron. No, not Dudley Moore. Um, uh, no, that was, that was Kurt Short. Russell. Kurt Russell was Captain Ron. Yeah, but with with Martin Short. <laughs> Who's the wife in that? Now this is some high quality babbling we got going on. Captain Jack, Captain Captain Tom Hanks, Captain, Captain Sawyer, Captain Rick. You're thinking Captain of Rick. Uh, Walking Dead. There, I think. No, what the heck is his I name? I in front of me, but I'm just waiting to see if you can come up with it. Because this is uh, all right. Look, look, there are other ones too. Captain we we've Phillips, have, yeah. by the way. Captain Phillips, Captain Phillips. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Philomena, which I don't think anyone knew existed. Nope. Uh, nope. Nebraska. Nebraska. I remember Nebraska. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen a, a, any of these. And Dallas Buyers Club. 
So nope. <clears throat> of those... Dallas Buyers Club is is a is a movie about uh, fast fast moving oil barons, right? I have no idea what it's about. High spending oil barons. That's what it sounds like. Is all I know. Um, a story about Jerry Jones buying the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. The anyway, go is, ahead. So we didn't see any of those. <laughs> yeah. And, Not a damn one of them. No. So uh, I wanted to see. Now, did you want to see any of them? Yeah. What I was going to say is, from from what appeals to me, <laughs> Gravity sounds very good. Uh, just because. Really? What what, what about space. Gravity does sound very good to you? Can space. you can you tell me what about Gravity sounds space. good? Okay. Seriously. So you're one of those people, Trevor huh? Should have won an Oscar. I, I laughed so hard when I um, saw that. I want to see Wolf of Wall Street just because, come on, Scorsese, come on. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it's going to be I, entertaining a bit. Scorsese, Leo, uh, Leo. I'll, I'll watch it. There's another uh, uh, Austin Powers reference for you. Um, <laughs> the bra- on a Turtle. The bra- Nebraska, I'd probably watch at some point. It's not exactly a feel-good movie from what I understand. And her sounds interesting. Captain Ron. Can Captain? I, you know, I'd probably watch Captain Ron before any of these again. I, I, I think the one I wanted to see the most was her. I, I was very intrigued by that. I love Joaquin Phoenix. I think Spike Jones is awesome. Okay. So hold on, Let, let's give out our best picture awards. Uh, these are the Clan of the Gray Wolf uh, best picture awards for 2013 for these movies, which we have seen none of. So you would give yours to her. I'm giving mine to her. Based off of just what you know, I've heard about just, it. Absolutely, it's 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 bankable. You got a you got a bona fide star who's a little eccentric. You got the director who's only made like four movies and commercials. Um, it's you know it's about it's it it speaks to the condition of you know humanity in 2014 with humanity and technology and the merger of those two things. Totally, I'm, her wins. Just wins. It just wins. Easily. Yeah, and I hear well, Joaquin Phoenix cries in it, so you got drama too. Oh, and by the way, Scarlett Johansson, so boobs. Just her voice. Winner. Just her voice. Sorry. What? What happened? No, just her voice is in it. Oh yeah, I know, but but Scarlett Johansson, therefore boobs. I win. All right, I'm gonna give my never seen it best picture award to Gravity, because why not? Gravity, because <laughs> okay. if, if anything if anything had to do with the movie Gravity, you won an Oscar this year. Pretty much. So anyway, uh, having said all this, uh, what what movies have you seen uh, of the past year? There's some pretty big blockbusters that came out. There was Man of Steel. Yep, I haven't seen Man of Steel. Which I've seen. Uh, wasn't super impressed by. There was Thor 2. I, I actually liked the original Thor, but I didn't see Thor 2. I saw that. Wasn't impressed terribly by it. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know you've been waiting for that Good Burger remake, but I can't wait for that. Um. And uh, what else was another big Star Trek Into Darkness, which I I know you saw. I did see that. Yep, did see that. You know what? You know what's really strange though. I did not see the second Hobbit movie, which is surprising because I I saw oh, the first one in 3D that. IMAX. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I, I really like the Hobbit movie. I mean, I thought it was very good. I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I don't know. Just never got around to it, I guess. Just a giant jerk? Is that what you're saying? Just a giant jerk. Hmm. Um, um, uh, what else? Oh, I saw the Lego movie. 
Oh, that's what I was going to say. That, that wasn't last year, but so recently I've seen the Lego movie and I've seen Frozen. Frozen. I heard Frozen's really good. Yeah, Frozen was pretty good and Lego movie was pretty good for very different reasons. Uh, I think, was I discussing this with you the other day? <clears throat> it seems like Disney might be in the middle of a second renaissance, so to speak. Because, you know, a lot of yes. people talk about how the Disney renaissance was like a a thing in the 90s generally i think it started with little mermaid and then like beauty and the beast and aladdin and lion king things like that Um, aladdin oh aladdin exactly just like hit after hit of movies musicals really that people love and um recently there's been uh i'm loving it um (laughs) no what was that twisted (laughs) not twisted tangled there's tangled which i haven't seen Twisted, the McDonald's movie. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Twisted. (laughs) Did you see Twisted? No. Tangled, you mean? (laughs) Yes, that's what I meant. Tangled. Did you see Tangled? Tangled. Twister. I saw Twister. Is that that wasn't within the last year? Did they remake Twister? Yes. That's what I meant. Tangled Twister. Oh God! Um, Tangled and Wreck It Ralph. Have you seen Wreck It Ralph? I didn't see Wreck It Ralph. That's that's a big sh- surprise because I really did want to see Wreck It Ralph. You should watch it. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, um, I did. I did want to see Wreck It Ralph. Um, I did see the. I saw James Bond in the last year. I saw the Skyfall. That was good. Was that last year? Mm-hmm. Wow, there were a lot of big. No, no, that was yeah. the year before. That was the year before. Because was that it? one best song. That one best song at the year. You're before. right. You're right. She performed at the Oscars for God's sakes. You're right. You suck you're right not within not within the last year um so anyway uh yeah so we're, we're going off on a, a little bit of a tangent here uh but something else that you wanted to talk about uh, that we bring up all these blockbuster movies because the 2015 the 2015 2015 is turning out to be blockbuster apocalypse so to speak <laughs> Which I think is good. <laughs> uh, well, yes, um, but at the same time, it's like, um, okay, it's a lot. Uh, I, I need to run down a list here. <clears throat> Somebody needs to move back. I, I believe uh, Star Wars Episode uh, 7 is supposed to be oh. coming out. Okay. You got the next Avengers movie. Yeah. Uh, Batman vs. Superman was originally supposed to come out then, but that got pushed back to 2016, so it's spared a little bit. The next ben Affleck. Uh, uh, Hunger Games, uh, I believe the the last movie, Mockingjay Part 2. I guess I might see that. I saw but the first one. Now that Philip Seymour Hoffman's not in it, I don't think I want to watch it anymore. Why isn't he in it? That jerk, he just got up and left? What the yeah, hell? Yeah, he did. He just, he just said, screw you guys. I'm not going to be in your stupid freaking teeny bopper movie. We, we, and by the way, Jennifer Lawrence is ugly. She's not that pretty, frankly. He said all that, though. He said she all has that. sharp knees. Okay, listen. What? She can stab me with her knees anytime she wants. Okay. Allison Brie. I love her. That's my, that's my rebuttal to you. Um, yeah, you win. You win. <laughs> you won. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, You're naming off all the... The next Bond movie. The next Bond movie is coming out. Uh, the next Bond movie is 2015? Holy cow. That's what I didn't it's know supposed that. to be. Um, uh, you forgot the, the greatest... 
Oh, film. Wolfsite says that they've moved uh, Batman Superman back to 2015. I there is so much confusion around that. Let me just say this right now. There's so much craziness around this movie. I don't even know. I don't even know if I should be at all interested in it because it sounds like it's going to be a bit of a cluster. Yep. A cluster F. Cluster. Pardon my letter. <laughs> I'm not going to be seeing that movie. Um, one movie I am going to see is the sequel to the greatest movie ever created by human beings. Jurassic World? I'm speaking, of course, of Dumb and Dumber 2, Clan of the Grey Wolf. And that's coming out this year, though, right? Is it? I don't know. I'm asking you. You should be knowing everything about this. See, I don't. I don't know. If not, I, I've, heard, I've heard. I've heard different things about. I, I. I think it was initially of 2015, but I think. It, I think you're right. I think it might have been pushed back to November of 2014. You're right. Okay. Uh, Jurassic World, which is another Jurassic Park movie. You got uh, Ant Man. You've got Fantastic Four reboot. You got <sighs> another Fast and Furious movie, which whatever. Um, and. Fifty Shades of Grey. So my point is, in all this, is uh, listing all, listing all these movies. You know, at least the very big blockbusters are going to have crazy amounts of CGI. Crazy, crazy amounts of CGI. <clears throat> and you, okay. So I, I realized this when I was watching the the Man of Steel movie, which you said you haven't seen. Yep. Where there's like a twenty minute. It just felt like 20 minute uh, sequence of like Superman and Zod and company like just wrecking Smallville. And then they spend another 20 minutes just like wrecking the crap out of Metropolis. And it's like, yeah, want <sighs> destruction. Yeah. And it's like I felt kind of desensitized, not to the violence, but to the special effects after a while. Mm. You know, it's not that you're, special- you're loving that word desensitized tonight. You're mm. just you're just rocking it. I'm loving it. Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> <gravity>. Twisted. <laughs> um, but my point uh, with saying all that is that you know, watching, like, like I was saying, not that the special effects were bad, just like they were. It was just so much. Like, there seemed to be a very detracted in some ways. Yeah, there's not an, the there's an over reliance, and this is nothing new or 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 you know, hype. You, newer exciting to say but it's just like yeah too much it's a bit too much there's not enough time spent on content not enough time spent on practical effects i would say um and things like that uh you know you watch something like the lego movie which yes is computer generated but it's like not it it, you know it uses that it's kind of like the indie game uh 2d I'm going off tangent here. We were talking before about games, how like they're, you know, worse. Stylized? Yeah, they're a bit stylized. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Because you got block people that move jerky, kind of like South Park too. You know. It's well, like- what's what's what's? Yeah, totally. But I think the other thing, the other cool thing about Lego movies is that it's the opposite. It's kind of it's kind of everything turning around in itself. Like it's it's clearly a kind of cartoony movie. Mm-hmm. That's made to look like you're actually playing with figures doing what's going on, right? So. Like you know, the the face is still like painted on on the cylindrical face and kind of moves in cylindrical fashion around the face. Right. You know, he like pops his hair on. You know what I mean? Like it's it's and and it, it and all everything is very much kind of meticulously drawn in a way that it's supposed to look real. Like you're actually like they actually put little characters in you know in front of the camera. Um. So it's kind of the inverse. But it's I mean, like something that's not real at all in terms of setting that they're trying to make look real, but even though it's fake, it's to- and it's supposed to be fake. Right. 
I mean, and it's assumed that it's fake. Yeah, I mean, so it gets to the point now where like incredible things with special effects just don't seem special anymore. What's that um, uh, quote from The Incredibles? Once everyone's special, then no one is. You know, kind of. Right. It's like when every movie has you know incredible special effects destroying New York City. Okay, it's not special anymore. You know, yeah. You have to find other ways to wow the audience, and I'm wondering if 2015 might be a critical point where maybe movie producers or directors or whatever will be like, hey, we got so many crazy blockbusters with all these special effects. Maybe we should focus more on uh, either practical effects, which are like actually people are there and, and interacting with things and stuff like that. Yep. Or or just more content in these blockbusters, you know, a little bit more development and such. I'm thinking no, just because yeah. I, that doesn't seem like a lesson that uh, movie companies would learn, would, you know. No. Well, the problem is money. I mean, <laughs> isn't it always money? I mean, people you know, will still it, come to see these things. Yeah, I mean, I have, I, I have a, a deep appreciation for for practical effects, and and I, but I still love the possibilities of CGI. I'm not, you know, I mean, think of think of the the mid '90s and the late '90s, the gold standard, or even really the early '90s with Jurassic Park, right? The, the gold standard. Oh yeah, that started. Was all, that all the was that CGI could look as good as the live action stuff without practical effects, um, but you know we've kind of turned on our heads now and we've come full circle where now everything is so CG that when we see a practical effect and it looks too good to be true, we kind of sit there and in wonder. Um, but you know I have I have a love for that. But I'll tell you, go back and watch. And I did this recently. Go back and watch the Fellowship of the Ring, mm-hmm. and and you you definitely see <coughs> the stuff that has been. I mean all of of Gollum in that movie is completely CG, but you know, you have like the practical effects of, you know, Gandalf and Frodo sitting, sitting, you know, oh, yeah. on the same, st- but they're like, they're, they're in there. It's a total, it's trick of perspective. And it's, it's amazing when you see yeah. that stuff and it wouldn't have been nearly as effective as CG because the eye can tell the eye can tell when yes. things are fake like that, yes. you know, um, which is, Part of what I'm saying, I mean, wrap that all into the whole thing is like, not only is it just like everything's crazy CGI effects, but you can look at that and be like, oh, well, that's 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 a computer effect. Okay. Yeah. And And, I think all of us to a certain extent now. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. So any of any of you out there that have seen a sci fi movie in the last five years, and by that, I mean, a sci fi original movie, (laughs) you know what horrible CG effects looks like. Right. And, oh. and horrible CG effects that can pull you out of a film because they're so bad. Now, luckily, most movies that come out of Hollywood aren't don't have that kind of effects anymore. They used to. Um, so they have very talented people, unlike the, the people that do the sci-fi movies. They have very talented people that work at their craft and have a lot of money to throw at them. And they spend a lot of time making these things happen. And yet, your point is absolutely well taken. You can still see... When something is 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 fake, but the question is whether or not it pulls you out of the movie. When right. you see something that's CG, exactly. does it does it make you go, "Oh my God, how freaking fake is that?" I'm clearly sitting here in a theater watching a movie, or did you go, like the first time I ever saw Yoda fight? Oh, in uh, what was it? two? It was episode two when he's like jumping all over the place. Yeah, you kind of go. <clears throat> 
this is fake, but this is cool. Like, like it, it, I'm, I'm again not oh, yeah. saying I like that movie, but that scene was, was awesome. <laughs> you love right? that and movie. That scene was really cool because you have Yoda, who, as always, you know, hitherto been seen by pe- people who love Star Wars as this, you know, slow moving, limping dude um, that's incredibly powerful of the mind. But now he's, you know, jumping all over the place, going crazy. It's like that's cool. That it's, didn't take me out of the movie. Well, I mean, it's cool, but it. Then it goes on for ten minutes, and it and it takes you out of the movie. Yeah. So like he's like you know, he starts like he and Dooku are like throwing stadium platforms at each other, you know, in the Senate, and you go, this is so dumb. Right. Like just, right. I mean, it, it stops being good. It's cool, but I actually remember being more excited <clears throat> by the you know less on the line, le- well less you know important characters if you want to say it that way. Uh, yeah. From episode one, which again, not a very good movie, but yeah. the the battle at the end with Darth Maul and, oh. and Obi Wan and Qui Gon that was an amazing piece of uh, choreography. Yeah. You know, I still uh, contend it's the best lightsaber duel that's been in any of the movies. Uh, technically speaking, yes, I would I would agree. Uh, and you, and you look go forward, look at episode three where you have okay, yes, it's not two CGI characters fighting, but they're doing crazy CGI stuff. Way too much. You're like on lava flows and crap like that, and you're like, "This isn't right. This isn't yeah, a fight. It's, it's this just, is CG just stuff. stupid. Yeah, so it's just stupid. That, and and then that to me that becomes boring. So to speak. there's a big difference like, between doesn't make stylized ethereal and yes CG. Uh, yes. Because you can do you know think of the Matrix right? Yes, the Matrix gets filmed. You know the real world has a giant <laughs> blue filter on it. And the Matrix has a giant green filter on it. They're yes. all shot in live action. They just have a crazy filter on it that, that you can tell what world you're looking at by virtue of the mood that that cast on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And those are meant to signify things, right? Um, and so that, that to me is, is an ethereal effect. It's something that you couldn't produce. You know, that's not like Sin City, for example, which has no sets. Right. At all. It's shot in... Uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez's backyard on a treadmill. Yes. Right. Um, Yes. And and, and the thing is, is that I think, and I hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Disney realizes that I think they do uh, mm -hmm. that the George Lucas, uh, the, the, um, what am I trying to say? The prequel trilogy of star Wars movies was just too much. It was, it was, that was, that was the saturation point of CG. Uh, yeah. And if you watch the great, you know, Plinkett reviews on Red Letter Media, Red Letter Media, you know, it just shows it shows the behind the behind the scenes where you have like people just sitting in giant rooms of green screen interacting yeah. with absolutely nothing and they have no clue what to do. Why do you think the acting was so flat? Because half the yeah, act I, time they're absolutely. acting to nothing, you know, that's exactly right. And, and and on that same side of the coin, Vulcan just made a very good point. Like he was very impressed with the Dark Knight for moving away from CG and it was mm-hmm. uh, I believe almost actually all practical mostly at least practical effects yeah to the point where they actually blew up a hospital you right. know uh, which or, is pretty or, insane yeah which is amazing you know and and people talk about that to this day about how great that scene was because of that yep. and it was just another building blowing up uh, I mean I love the Avengers movie but come on so much CG in the end of that too it's like meh okay there's that building yeah. that blew up too a ton so yeah, so I, I think you know to wrap it up. I mean, I, I think we we both agree there there is such thing as as way too much mm-hmm. CGI, and I think people are know, starting to 
yeah. really appreciate not heavily relying on that. You know, when, so when Spider-Man came out in like 2001, yeah. everyone was wondering how they would do kind of all the Spider-Man-y stuff. Mm-hmm. And everyone, again, was really amazed because they, they shot cool scenes through New York and then put Spider-Man over top of it that was CG. If you watch The Amazing Spider-Man, there's nothing in there's pra- that practically not even three minutes of that movie is is real. Yeah, right? and, it's and all frankly, <clears throat> and it's, it's it's just too much. It takes me out. It, 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 yeah. That's another reason why I was like, okay, Amazing Spider-Man, watch it. I was like, all right, it was fine. Yeah, it, it but just, again, there it's also because the fight scenes are teenage girls. But yes, yeah. anyway, yeah, I just want to leave I this. Know. I want to leave this segment with one note, and that's that tacos rule not too long ago. Uh, in the chat, mentioned a Fifty Shades of Grey. The musical. Seen it. It was excellent. Oh God. It's a, it's it's uh, a parody. I actually wrapped it wrapped in some a few people from work to come see it, and they were very they were, I'm like, hey, they're playing Fifty Shades of Grey the musical locally. We should go see it. And they're like, I don't like, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that might be uncomfortable. No, they're watching. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know about this. And they saw it, and every one of them said, I am glad I went. It's hilarious. The, the the main character of uh, what's his face gray played by a portly Asian man it's great go see it if you can oh yeah that sounds great <laughs> um, so anyway that was uh, that was uh, one of our first nights of the movies Hold on. Um, I got one. we should probably do more nights of the movies more uh, as we see more movies but and we see let's just face it we see fewer and fewer movies every year but um, yeah. oh well in any case, uh, maybe the first of many. We'll, we'll we'll do other conversations about movies. We didn't even get into RoboCop. I mean, we have to talk about RoboCop. Did you see it? No, hell no. Anyway, well, if people um, want to ask us about RoboCop, then um, yeah, if somebody asks us about RoboCop, we'll do it because we're moving into the question and answer portion of the program, guys. You can ask us any question that you'd like. It doesn't have to be about the topic du jour. Um, actually, if you look at the top of the chat, it says no topic set. So that's exactly the topic for the Q&A portion <laughs> of the program. There is no topic set, and I'll eventually hopefully find out how we can get services back in the chat room. But that's another story. Um, you can ask us about the topic du jour. You can ask us about anything you like, and we'll try to answer. I am looking through the questions right now. We've got some doozies. Hey, how do you ask a question? Ask you a question what, what do they, oh, you already did that there. Never mind. Dude, I totally anticipated what you were going to do there. Isn't that right? That's cool. All you have to do is go up into the upper right-hand corner. You'll see my name, Commodore128. Click on it. Click PM. That stands for private message, which is the way that I like it. And then send me your question. I take the best questions that we receive throughout the program, and I will ask them live on the air. I have some horrible news to share, actually. Okay. <clears throat> Joff Edwards, or Jeff Edwards, host of the arcade game show Starcade, has passed away. <gasps> Did you ever watch Starcade? Yeah, back in the eighties, like it was. It, yeah, it was quite possibly, I think, the first video game show, video yeah. game show. Wow, it was eighty three. So I mean, eighty three, pretty good Holy life. God. But man, that's that's sad. I am old. Yeah, I am so old. Um, Tacos Rule eighty nine asks, "What are your New Year's resolutions for this year?" Oh, I didn't make any. Yeah, I don't make any either because New Year's resolutions for the weak minded. See you later. Next question. <laughs> um, Having said that, I am trying to uh, uh, lose weight and put out videos more. 
which is why I put out a video like a week ago. You did? I did. Well, that's cool. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I can't stand New Year's resolutions, and um, I think I just think they're they're stupid. So I don't have one. Let's see. Um, oh, Techie missed that there was going to be another Jurassic Park movie. Probably because it's probably going to suck. Just saying. Yeah. The 8-Bit Bro yep. asks, what is your favorite movie villain? Ooh. That's a good question. Wow. That's... wow. Who's your favorite movie villain? I mean, I'll say the obvious. My The obvious favorite movie villain is Darth Vader. That's lame. Darth Vader You're is such the, a lame. Is the, what are you like? But he 50? is so he's so stereotypical as being the 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 coolest victim. Uh, victim. Listen to me. He's the <laughs> coolest villain out there, right? He's the man in black. Mm. He's the he's the dude. He's got the power to kill you without even looking at you, right? Um, he's just pure evil. And you go back and you watch the movies, and you're just like, it almost doesn't even make sense how evil he is. And now that George Lucas spelled out the story, it really doesn't make sense how evil, why he's so evil. But oh, um, like, it kind of made sense when we didn't know the story. Now that we do know the story, it makes no sense. Um, Darth <laughs> Vader's a good one. Um, you know, I'm coming out with some great TV villains, but for some reason, the movie villains are, are escaping me. Like, what are some really great movies? Ooh, ooh, hey, well, how about uh, Michael Corleone? He's a protagonist, but he's totally Is he a villain? He's totally a villain. Come on. Michael? Yes. Not Vito, Michael. No, Michael. Vito, I could say. Well, they're both villains, but Michael Michael, Michael like that Is he a villain? Forget Darth Vader's tragic downfall. That Michael's tra- tragic downfall is so much worse. Yeah, you're right. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Come on. Come on. But it's but they go in the opposite direction. Michael starts from purity and descends to, 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 to nothingness, and Darth Vader's on the path to redemption. Anyway, whatever. Uh, um, up a great point that I meant to bring up earlier and sadly yeah. forgot, but some people, like you, were, were super uh, broken up over the loss of Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman. Yes. And that's sad and all. But I think the loss of Harold, Harold Ramis recently. That is true. Very, very sad. I mean, that man, along with a few others, basically, like, was comedy uh, yes. in the 80s, you know? Yes. Uh, if, if you don't know, he played Egon on Ghostbusters, uh, and he was actually writer and director for a lot of movies. Um, I think he directed, uh, <clears throat> or at least wrote for uh, National Lampoon's Stripes. Animal House, Stripes. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. National Lampoon's Vacation was, I think, his directorial I, debut with Chevy Chase. I didn't even realize that until... Actually, until, maybe not. No, no, you're right. Well, well, he at least wrote it. He at least wrote it. No, well, he, he rewrote it. John Hughes wrote it. Okay. He, he rewrote the story for what we actually saw in the movie. John Hughes made it. It was a kind of a teen movie. It was like, it was supposed to be more like, well, big shocker, right? Yeah, I know. But John Hughes wrote... Like a, a uh, Breakfast Club-esque version of Vacation. And it's funny you mentioned that because I was going to say, it's like Harold Ramis and John Hughes were like the two uh, yeah. people who like helped a generation, uh, like defined uh, a bunch of Hollywood movies for a generation. You know, mm-hmm. it's the kind of movies we'll always remember. Groundhog Day, which I 
think is quite possibly awesome. one of his best works. Uh, so I mean, that's and I didn't even know he was sick. Um, but mm, yeah, that's a that's a horrible loss. So it is. We had, and, we had I mean, to mention you know, Bill Murray's. That, that is one thing I did see about the Oscars. What Bill Murray did at the microphone was yeah. pretty damn cool. Yeah, he he gave a nice shout out to him, and and apparently Bill Murray's irreverent. I love it. Oh yeah, well yeah, and, and apparently they had some bad blood between them for several years, but supposedly they made up. Uh, a few years ago you know so see everything is a happy ending um marquis asks i'm about to start my first playthrough of secret of mana Mm. and i was wondering your opinions on the game oh love it i love secret of mana if you have any chance to play it with two friends totally do it yes it's incredible it's incredible with two other people playing um but yeah no that that whole series which I unfortunately have played little of outside of Secret of Mana. It's huge in Japan. I'm going to ruin this. Seikiden Densetsu or something like that. I believe Seikiden Densetsu 2 is Secret of Mana. So it's actually a sequel. Mm. Wow. But, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's um, it's a great game. I, I love that game because to me it is the epitome of the kind of atmosphere you can conjure up on the Super Nintendo. It is to me kind of the stereotypical Super Nintendo JRPG. Action. It's just got the look and feel of it, you know? It just feels like a super like a Super Nintendo game in its heyday. Oh yeah. And it came out the in music 93 came out in 93, I believe. So it's right in right right smack in the center of the yeah. Super Nintendo's heyday. It's not the prettiest, it's not the most fun, it's not, you know, all the, but it is, to me, it is just like the image. It is the image of a JRPG on Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that is, but it's just, everything about it is just so Super Nintendo, it hurts. Yeah. Um, The music is really awesome, too. Music is amazing. I remember, that's one of the things I sent out for um, when Square, uh, they put, you could order things from, like, the Square store by via Hmm. mail order. And I got the Secret of Mana soundtrack and the Final Fantasy three soundtrack. Oh. Um, yeah. Great so stuff. awesome. Great stuff. Yeah. Andy, 1404AR asks, were you guys obsessed with the Matrix movies when it first, or Matrix movie when it first came out almost 15 years ago, like other nerds back then? <laughs> I don't think obsessed is the word. I was pretty obsessed. Did you see, did you, did you see it in the theater? I, I saw it in the theater on a date. Okay, you were obsessed. Did you wear a trench coat? Um, lest we forget. No, I, 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 I was not a goth. I just said I was. I just said I liked the movie. Um, our good pal, our good pal Matt, uh, was the trench coat fan. That was yes, he was the trench coat guy. Yes, and he, I think he might have wore it to to see the Matrix. But anyway, um, who'd you take on that date? I, am I at liberty to say this? This, I mean, I have, which, how should well, I say this? It's not defamation. I'm just curious. Yeah, I I went with Liz. Oh, Liz. Okay. Yeah, and she dragged me to it because I said I don't want to see this movie, and she's like, "You have to see it. It's awesome. You have to see this movie." Dragged me there. The first girlfriend. And I and I and I we went in. We saw the movie. I came <laughs> out, and it's it's one of those movies that like, you see it the first time. And you're when you walk out of the theater, you're kind of questioning everything about the world around you. It's great to go into it not knowing what to expect because yeah, yeah. Well, I saw it not in the theater. I didn't want to see it because I, I didn't know much about it. it. Sounded kind of stupid. But you guys brought it over. We used to have movie nights, and uh, yeah, because we're you no know, nerds. And 
I watched it. I was like, wow, yeah, that was really good. You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, you know, it had the bullet time and it, it, it definitely like created a lot of tropes uh, that we've seen a lot since then in movies, sci-fi movies in particular. Absolutely. But, um, the sequel is totally terrible. The, the other thing that I loved about The Matrix is that it it was very much a kind of, and I mean, like, there's a there's a free documentary you can go get on, like, freedocumentary.net right now. You can go watch it right now about the philosophy of The Matrix. And, you know, a lot of those things are kind of wonky and 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 stupid but th this one does a really good job because it actually goes through some pretty interesting schools of thought um you know that i think are worthy of discussion which is why when you walk out of the matrix when you first see it you're kind of going um you 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 find yourself in the midst of the postmodern condition right i i had no idea at that point what the postmodern condition was or that i might be a uh, a pawn in that game and I didn't learn Mongo for many, many years what that might be. In Game of Life. But I, but I could describe the, the conditions with which the postmodern you know, condition is made up of. And mm -hmm. when I finally got into philosophy and I started kind of studying all that stuff, which The Matrix helped to kind of make me do, um, The Matrix kind of became this the, a perfect movie for that. It became a perfect place to go to talk about philosophy. Now, why did you say that the third movie was better than the first, though? I didn't say that. It says right there that you said that. Oh, yeah, that, one of those things. <laughs> I Feel Asleep says, asks, speaking of movies, do you like horror movies? Do you like movies about gladiators? Gladiators? You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> uh, sorry, what was the question? You've been to a Turkish prison? Horror movies. I'm not big like horror, horror movies? movies. No. I, I, I uh, had a friend when I was little who was like super, super into horror movies. I kind of got desensitized to them and, my uh, god you're all over that word today it's, it's meant like three different things too it has you know what that is Lynn sanity <laughs> okay okay yep that that is uh, one way to think about it the, i don't know if i'd even class well i guess you could classify it as a horror movie the only one that that i was you know no i enjoyed the uh paranormal activity i, I enjoyed the first one the sequels got weaker um because it, it leaves more to the imagination. Some yep. people like were like, oh, it's too slow and nothing happens, blah, blah, blah. But I like that. And yeah. um, Cabin in the Woods I liked. I'll know. Cabin I, in the Woods is, is really good, but I wouldn't say Cabin in the Woods is actually really I was going to say, it's, it's not really a horror ways. movie, but kind of, you know. It's kind of horror. It's, there's some Cthulhu-esque yeah. stuff in it. But anyway. I hate horror movies, but I like movies that, that make you think about things. And, um, you know, The Exorcist was cool to watch and... Um, you know, some of the some of the best uh, horror movies that are classics. Um, but, you know, am I a fan? No, not really. Yeah. Um, I have The Ring on DVD because The Ring scared me, scared the crap out of me Ring legitimately. Good. I probably wouldn't yeah. watch it again, but I, I don't think I've tried since I watched it. I just bought it on DVD for Halloween one year and then we never watched it. Um, yeah. Sticking with that same topic, Jofo asked, do you think that horror as a game genre is dead. Oh no. I don't think so either. But then again, you know, it's horror has changed quite a bit in video games. Yes. You know, I mean, this is not like Silent Hill and um, you know, the, it's the like. You know, it's hard for me to it's it's definitely been taken over by the zombie genre yeah. uh, lately. Survival horror yeah. is different than a horror game, right? Yeah. Um, 
more I think a more psychological horror and I think that's kind yeah. of passed into the realm of the indie game right now there's some really good psychological horror indie games which coincidentally is also the place where the adventure games have gone and adventure games and tended flourish. to be psychological kind of thrillers that's what adventure games were supposed I'm, to be I, I'm having trouble thinking of a triple a horror game that's come out recently that was any damn good like like you would say from the Silent Hill or Resident Evil series, but uh, check out. Well, some Resident Evil again is a survival horror, right? I mean, I still don't even know. Yeah, yeah, like Silent sure. Hill is a is clearly not about the action. I'd, Silent no, Hill is about how I'd, crazy scary it is. Uh, survival horror, yes, but you can't deny that Resident Evil Four was like not scary. Oh yeah, no. I, I even when I play it now, I, and I know it's coming. I'm shaking uncontrollably. Yeah, but I mean, um, if, if you if you're looking for some recent horror games that are any good, check check the indie sphere. I would say. Yeah. Dragon Chi asks, "What are your thoughts on the Minecraft movie that is now planned with this with the same writers behind the Lego movie and the Magic the Gathering movie series?" That's wait, interesting. I didn't Magic know that. Gathering, I haven't even heard about that. Well, I know there's a Magic Gathering movie. I didn't know that they had oh. the same writers. I'd so never heard that. Let's use this as an opportunity to talk a little bit more about the, about the Lego movie since we've actually both seen it. Um, yeah. I thought it was great, uh, especially compared to what it could have been, something like Battleship, yeah. which was yes. junk, uh, You know, taking nothing and just making nothing out of it. Um, yeah. But the Lego movie, I thought, was uh, it was funny. I thought yep. that the it, 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 I thought it was a little slow in the beginning, frankly, but you know it definitely used like little, it used tropes of action movies of all sorts of movies, and it definitely anyone who's played with Legos gets a lot of the little inside jokes, and not to give anything away, but I thought the ending was all pretty touching, actually. It was. It was good. It, it was good. It, 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 it's. It's a soulless... a, it was pretty touching for a movie that was designed to, <laughs> to sell, sell Legos. Legos. Exactly. Yes. And it's obvious of what it is. But you know what? I bought my first Lego set in a long time. It not, worked. Not in small part due to this movie and also because they have an awesome Back to the Future DeLorean set now. So I had It worked. Wow, look. Oh my god. You it bought it. Um yeah, you know what was interesting to me? So uh, this is what I, I share all your thoughts about the, the Lego movie. Um, one thing I would say in addition to that is I, I walked out thinking to myself, you walked man, I walked out of the movie. Well, I mean, I walked out after the movie was over with the feeling like, and I, you know, you're, you're walking around a lot of kids in the movie, a lot of parents with kids, the parents that are unfortunately now kind of our age, right? So we're, they're, they grew what? up with Legos too, we right? I'm just saying. Be, we'll never be parents. Just accept it. Ever. Nope. So, but, but there's, there is a, um, there's this level of this feeling that came over me where I'm, I'm looking at these folks that are my age, a little older, a little younger and going, they, li they like this movie because they get what Legos are. Yeah. Right. You could have, ex you could have made the exact same movie. The Lego movie could have been called the Minecraft movie. Mm-hmm. It would have been exactly the same and had exactly the same ending and exactly the same everything. And people never would have gotten it because because not enough people get it yet. Not, like, not enough. Well, I mean, I don't know. A lot of you, you see a lot of kids. It's a pop culture phenomenon. No question. It's definitely but, it helps that but Legos kids are something, get it. Now. It helps that Legos are something that parents nowadays and grandparents even have grown up with, and that's that's what I said. So you know, so my it's point a, is, it's the kind of thing that makes people our age say, if you don't have kids, it makes you want to say, I want kids so I can introduce them to Legos <laughs> and Minecraft. Know? 
and Minecraft. And, and that, Minecraft. that's my point. So, so when, you know, as, as I just thought how interesting that would be that how ignorant people are of Minecraft, because if people made that the Minecraft movie, because I've been, you know, when you go, when you go and you talk about Minecraft to people and, and there are kids in the room versus adults, it's a little strange because all the kids, their ears perk up as soon as you say Minecraft yeah. and all the adults look around like, Oh, it, that's that silly game you play. Right. Yeah. And they have no idea that what they're really doing is they're crapping all over the next generation of creativity with Legos, right? Yeah. And they just they don't understand it. But anyway, that was that was one of the prevailing thoughts that came out, and it has to do with that question. So I figured it's, I'd so share. Actually, answer the question. I don't have super high hopes for a Minecraft movie. Yeah, me neither. Maybe a Magic, or a Magic Gathering, Gathering movie. movie. I mean, I'd rather see Magic than I would Minecraft. But I'm holding out any sort of yeah. hope. You know? Yeah. I, then well, I can be pleasantly surprised because I wasn't expecting anything out of the Lego movie. So. If the people that made the Lego movie are going to make the Minecraft movie, I have better hopes because the Lego movie was very good. Oh, yeah. I, holy is your, I Okay, not that I've checked, but I have to assume that you can just go and buy a bucket of Legos. You know, not everything is sets now. I mean, of course, they have. Yep. When you have licenses like Harry Potter and, and Star Wars, you're going to sell a crap load of stuff, you know, to build like the Star Destroyer or whatever. Absolutely. I, Legos, I mean... It, not to give anything away, it was a main core, it was a core theme of the movie is, hey, Legos are awesome because you can exercise your imagination and do whatever you want. You can build whatever you want with them, you know? Yep. So I have to say. Hey, honey, where are my pants? Ah! Um, Avagantamos. Avagantamos asks, what are your favorite, what are your favorite and least favorite movie endings? Least favorite is the usual suspects. No! Alert, it sucks, Most favorite but... is the usual suspects. Well, you're wrong. No, wrong, you're wrong. The Commodore. <laughs> I don't want to do um, oh, Come on, can I get... No, the whole freaking movie's a lie. And you're supposed to figure out this... this, this spoilers. Murder mystery. Oh, by the way, spoilers. You have to. We talked about this before. You have to figure yeah. out a murder mystery... Uh, Except everything you're told is a lie, so you yeah. might as well just give up. Just give well, up. Well, they made they did they did the same thing many yeah. years later, and it was called Lost, and you loved it. No. Yes, because you did. they weren't lying. They were lying. They were not lying. They were lying. Um, favorite. Favorite. No, no, no. What's your what's okay? What's your least favorite? My least favorite movie ending. <laughs> oh man. Um, this okay. is tough. I gotta think of my least favorite or my favorite now. Oh, what are some of my favorite, favorite movies? Movie ending. Least favorite movie ending. The Sixth Sense had a good trick. Or uh, tr yeah, I mean that was great. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, a movie ending where I walked out and was like, "Wow, that was awesome." But the ending sucked. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a really tough one. Least favorite movie ending, huh? Um, like a movie did have a good ending, very good ending, best part of the movie. Uh, I don't know. That that is a really tough question. I I don't generally see movies that I think are gonna have bad endings. <laughs> um. I don't really know. A good mystery um, is one where the clues. Kinda... Hey, a good mystery is one where the clues actually make sense. 
You should know that. And they do. No, they, they, they don't. totally make sense. No, and the, the whole no, point is that they make sense. No. That's the whole point. Did you even watch the movie? They make sense. That's why it's there. No. If you if you wanted to sit there and Correct. you wanted to construct the story, you could that. do it because you could see because it yeah. makes sense. I did. That's the whole the point of the movie. I did call the ending. I knew who Kaiser Sose was because I'm like, this makes no sense. It's got to be the least Mickey sensey guy ever, and it was. That's the only reason I knew it. And hello, that's one of the reasons. Hello. It's awesome. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Hello. I can hear it in your song. Um, uh, I will. Okay, you still haven't watched House of Cards yet. I know I keep going into like TV type stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that wanted to talk about movies. I know. Uh, the ending. Okay. House of Cards. I was, I was telling you this again the other day. House of Cards, political thriller on Netflix. Just finished its second season. Uh, or it just released the second season, I should say. Uh, not one of my favorite series out there, but I like it. But the yep. last, like, 20 seconds of the second season, mm-hmm. I've been, it, like, keeps replaying in my mind the past few days. It's really awesome, and that's fresh in my mind. So I'm going to not answer your question by saying that. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. I'll uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll take that answer. <laughs> All right, so how we'll uh, we'll go out on on this one. Grubba asks, "What's your most anticipated video game to be released, and what are your expectations for it?" If you asked this like yesterday, I would have said Star uh, Star Trek, Star Park, Stick of Star Trek, Trek, the Stick of Truth. <laughs> uh, I would I would have said that yesterday too because the Stick of Truth. I've been looking forward to for a long, long time. I'm very much looking forward to. But now that that's out, uh, Smash Brothers. Next Smash Brothers. Yeah, Smash Brothers looks... I I think Smash Brothers is going to be amazing. Smash Brothers is always great. And we got some insider information recently that we can't say anything about. We did? But it's awesome. You might have fallen asleep during that part. No, I was was there. I remember. (laughs) Um, I just want to tantalizingly throw that out to people. We're in the know, folks. You guys... it's not out yet, but I'm 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 intrigued by the idea of Titanfall. Um, mm. I think it is going to. I mean, it's at least going to try to be the killer app for Xbox. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be, uh, or not going to be. I'm just saying that that that's that's the expectation. And you know, I'm a little disappointed because there really isn't a single player element to it at all. It's mm. it's really only a multiplayer game. That even kind of even when your single player is fake multiplayer, it's like Quake Three. Mm-hmm. But um, everything in it looks really, really, really good. It's clearly a next generation game in terms of graphics. It's clearly a next generation game in terms of sound. The experience is is supposed to be very, very overwhelming and and fun. I just, I, I just don't know. I'm not sure. You're getting an uh, I, I'm just not sure if it's going to be as good as as promised. Let's say that. Well, I'm going to sneak back a, a question uh, because we're on like a one minute delay because of YouTube. But I'm allowed, so I'm allowed to do that. But Allie had a very good one. You've never seen that old boy, have you? No. Korean movie, uh, which unfortunately got remade, and I'm not going to watch the remake because whatever. Well, didn't it have something like with a with an arm that like shot people or something? That's, Is that an old boy? That, that's Mega Man. Oh. Yeah. 
Mega Man, you say? Yeah. But uh, Old Boy had an excellent ending. Thank you for reminding me of that, Allie. Uh, it, yes. That that whole movie is a bit of a, a mind F, again, pardon the letter, but um, very a haunting ending is probably a good way to put that. Stick, <laughs> stick with you. Apparently not enough, but... <laughs> but something like that. Yes. So. So, uh, well, we, we managed to keep the yammering to a minimum. Ish. Well, ish. Anyway, but we, we, we've, you know, we cut down a little bit. The show uh, next time hopefully will start on time and therefore will also end on time. Yep. Uh, until the day that we can figure out the technology here, folks, we are still... Um, but only second-class citizens here on the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. Um, oh, by the way. Yes. I'm sorry to mention, I should have mentioned this earlier. We're now streaming in beautiful 720p over here on the YouTube. Uh, I only mentioned that because I'm looking at the analytics right now, and I noticed there's like six people streaming at 720p. So, folks, <laughs> expand your horizons. You can see us in beautiful Technicolor and 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 check out how awesome this lego delorean is lego the lego delorean i wish it is amazing oh uh, lock yeah. lock uh, uh, uh doc is just smiling at you into your, <laughs> into your soul he wants to flush no. the into your heart anyway oh no. go ahead um <laughs> okay so folks uh we're, we're glad to be back it's great to be here it's great to be uh you know yammering on in front of all of you uh, we hope you've enjoyed the um, the experience. We can be found. We can on Twitter if you if you are so inclined. Uh, if you don't like to, to look us up at clanofthegraywolf.com, uh, they can find you, Rue, at uh, R O. Here, I'll just write it down here as well. Uh, R O O. On sorry at R O O underscore C O T G dub dub. W. Boom. <clears throat> and you can find me at It's the Commodore. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, make sure to follow us there. Make sure to add your own pithy comments to our uh, wonderful Twitter feeds there. Um, we like to hear what you guys have to say about the show. Yep. Like the yammering? Hate the yammering. Um, like movies? Hate movies. Think we should talk about other things? Give us something else to talk about. That's all fine. We like to hear from all of you. One question that had been asked that we should probably announce now, too, is whether or not we would be going to conventions. Yes. One of which that we are going to is PAX East. Yes, whenever that is. Second weekend in April, I believe, up in Boston. It is. Snowy, snowy Boston. So we'll be there. Not, I don't believe we're actually going to be on any panels or anything like that. Unless no. we get asked like last minute, which kind of happened last year. But um, we'll just be wandering around shooting the breeze and taking it in the, we just go for fun to pax east frankly cause, yeah because it is fun it is fun it, and, it's uh, one of my favorite weekends of the year it is and also we will be going to it's a little bit further out but com bravo again yes both of us up in sunny sunny hamilton ontario at the hamilton convention century the uh, star the star of canada yes frequently known as the star of canada uh, yes. uh let me look up the uh date for that that one uh, that will be July, July 18th through 20th at the Hamilton nice. Convention Century. 
and Sheraton Hotel in Hamilton. So come to that. Hamilton, That's some Ontario. good fun, too. Uh, we know we, we enjoy seeing a lot of our Canadian friends up there and enjoying their treats. Uh, yes. And so we will see you all there. If we won't see any of you there, fine. Be that way. Fine. Be that way. Yeah. Screw you guys. Um, we're going to PAX East. Yes. Uh, another announcement, actually, before you sign off there, Commodore. Oh, there's the spike in 720p. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, kind of unannounced right now, but uh, soon will be. Uh, something else, unfortunately, that's happened in the past three months is uh, Justin Carmichael, uh, otherwise known as Yu Wario, uh, yes. has uh, died in uh, January. Uh, and uh, he's, he's a friend of ours on RetroWare. Uh, Daniel, you met him up in at, at Bravo. last year. He's mm -hmm. honestly one of the nicest guys you'll, you, you could have ever hoped to meet. Uh, and this, um, not this Saturday, but the next, the 15th and the 16th, uh, RetroWare will be holding a um, stream, uh, kind of like a, a mini marathon of, of sorts, uh, just passing a stream uh, amongst a bunch of RetroWare members who will be basically having a, a celebration of his life, uh, maybe playing some games uh, from his You Can Play This series and things like that. And yep. uh, there will, will also be uh, kind of secondarily, but uh, raising money for uh, the National, I'm sorry, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention uh, yep. as well. Uh, I bring that up now because uh, we were not having a, an Echo Screen Live before that, so I just thought I'd bring it up now. Uh, and you can find more information in the coming days at RetroWareTV.com. Very good. And worthy, worthy of a mention for sure. Um, I, I was shocked when, we, when I found out and I'd only met him one time. So that's pretty yeah. amazing. Yes. Um, so uh, when can we, they find the show? This so, show. Uh, we are back in the thick of things. I'm making videos. You're making videos. We're retooling the website, adding a few more folks. Uh, so we're back on schedule and our next show will be Wednesday, the first and third Wednesday of every month. Wednesday, March 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, That's right. Uh, Eastern that, Daylight Time at that point. And that show will definitely not have a Game of Thrones focus. Not yet. Because the show after. You gird so your loins. Totally if you guys want to like participate in the first of uh, the first Echo Screen Live of April, get on your Game of Thrones. I'm just telling you. Oh that yeah, it's going to be spoiler city. We're going to be throwing crap everywhere. Just everywhere. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, because everything is awesome. Everything, everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome. Um, yeah. So, and we would love to see all of you there. So, um, thank you for watching the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast and video show, I guess, whatever you want to call it, of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. Podcast coming. For Rue, I am the Commodore. Ding dong. And there is. No reset button. I'm a doorbell now? You are. Come in. Have some pizza.
Dun, 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 dun. Oh, Marty, you, <laughs> I'm already screwing this up. Marty, you got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Oh, well, what are you talking about, Doc? Jennifer's here. I'm here. I got to got the trick, take new truck for a spin. We'll bring her along. This concerns her too. Well, what, what you got to go to the future? What, to become assholes or something? No, no, no. It's your kids, Marty. Something's going to be done about your kids. Putting fuel in the flux capacitor. And come on, Marty, get in the car. Oh, Doc, you gotta back up. We don't have enough room to get up to 88. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs>